Uh, well, it was wild, like, you know. I don't know how many thousand people were, <laughs> were here. I'd say every one of them thought it was wild except the umpire. But anyway, so look, that's what happens when you, you know, when you weigh grounds, you don't tend to get breaks. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, England and Scotland named their sides for the Calcutta Cup clash. The French Rugby Federation has revealed its replacement for departed President Bernard Laporte. But first, the big news of the day is, of course, the Ireland side, which has been named to play Wales in Saturday's Six Nations opener. There is one surprise and not a welcome one, as Andy Farrell shows his hand for the game in Cardiff. Tyg Furlong has been ruled out of Saturday's encounter at the Principality with his calf injury, again causing him problems. His place at tight head goes instead to Finlay Bealham, with Ulster's Tom O'Toole providing cover on the bench. In line with reports last night, Stuart McCloskey has been given the nod at inside centre, seeing off competition from Bundy Aki and the inform Jamie Osborne. Aki has been chosen to provide cover for both McCloskey and Ringrose on the bench. The other notable replacement is Ross Byrne, who edges out Jack Crowley as Jonathan Sexton's cover. The Ireland team in full, so, has Hugo Keenan at full back, Mac Hansen and James Lowe on the wings. Gary Ringrose and Stuart McCloskey continue their autumn partnership in midfield. In the halfbacks, it's captain Jonathan Sexton and Jamison Gibson Park. There's a front row of Andrew Porter at loose head, Dan Sheehan at hooker, and Finley Bealham at tight head. In the second row, it's the tandem of Ty Byrne and James Ryan. Peter O'Mahony earns a 90th cap on the blind side. Josh van der Flaer is on the open, and Caelan Doris at number eight. On the bench, we have Rob Herring, Keen Healy, and Tom O'Toole providing front row cover. Ian Henderson and Jack Conan are the other forwards. Conor Murray, Bundyaki, and Ross Byrne cover the backs. Head coach Andy Farrell is hopeful that Furlong's injury won't keep him out for long. Um, he's not quite ready. In fact, he's 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 uh, progressing pretty well, you know. Um, but he's he's not quite there yet. He, he could possibly be there in the next few days or a week or whatever. But we just think that Phil May deserves it as well. He's um, playing some outstanding rugby at this moment in time. In the last game he played, he scored a hat trick, um, scrummaging uh, very well, etc. So he deserves his start and. Uh, Tiger um, keep working away to be fit hopefully for, for the French game Farrell also has full faith in Ross Byrne's abilities to cover for his captain off the bench he's, he's continued like we knew he would do in regards to how he's been playing for, for Leinster the the ownership the um, the authority that he's got within his game and, and uh, the ownership of the plan going forward and you know, when you've got authority like that, the the tends to come uh, a lot of trust around you as well. You know, so he's uh, he's had a good twelve days with us. Saturday's game begins a huge year for Ireland, which will culminate, of course, with the Rugby World Cup in France. And despite all the talk of plans and pathways and roadmaps en route to the finals, Farrell has just one thing in mind. Honestly, just Wales, just Wales. It's a tough old game, you know. We we. Um, We'd love to start this tournament off with a bang, but we know how difficult that is, so we're full concentration on this game and then on to the next one, you know. But what we would definitely um, uh, realise as a group that, you know, those guys you get to take the field, the the 23 that get to take the field for for the first game in in the competition, they're the lucky ones, you know. They're in the driving seat, but they also know the competition that's. that's developing behind them and getting ready to take their chance. So um, there's, a, there's a good sense of uh, togetherness within the squad, but a good sense of competition for players is, 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 where, is where it should be, you know? So, um, again, those lads are in the driving seat, 
will be the other lads are uh, uh, waiting and watching and uh, preparing for, for, for a chance and hopefully they'll be ready to take it if and when needed. Warren Gatland has been forced into an alteration to his starting 15 for Saturday's game. He had named Lee Halfpenny at fullback on Tuesday, but Halfpenny misses out having suffered a back spasm in training. Instead, Liam Williams will start in the number 15 shirt. Next to Saturday's Calcutta Cup match and perhaps unsurprisingly there's no Ben Healy in the Scotland squad to play England at Twickenham. Finn Russell is preferred at out half with Blair Kinghorn on the bench. Glasgow prop Xander Fagerson misses out with a hamstring injury so WP Nell is named to start at tighthead. The Scotland team in full has Stuart Hogg at full back. Kyle Stein and Duhan van der Merve on the wings. Hugh Jones and Sione Tuipilotu are in midfield with Finn Russell and Ben White the halfbacks. In the front row it's Pierre Schumann, George Turner and WP Nell, Richie Gray and Grant Gilchrist are in the second row. Jamie Ritchie's on blindside flanker, Luke Crosby on the open and at number eight it's Matt Fagerson. There's no Ali Price in the matchday squad somewhat surprisingly with Gregor Townsend hinting that his decision is down to form and consistency. Ali and I have worked together for, for a number of years. We, we chatted a week ago about how uh, it was important that he um, he did improve and, and whether that was just through through a training or getting game time with Glasgow at the weekend. Um, and he's very aware of that too. He's not not been able to have as many games um, or as many minutes from Glasgow as he would have liked. Um, and he did play well at the weekend. So he he, he knows um, and he's making uh, progress at, at getting back to his best. Selection can can motivate you in, in one or two ways. It can get you more disappointed or it can actually give you a reaction to okay, this is a reality. If, if I'm not close to my best, then sometimes I won't get to play. So we, we're already seeing that reaction from Ali and I'm sure he'll, he'll be back to his best very soon. Manu Tuolagi has been dropped from England's matchday squad to face Scotland. Joe Marchant will partner Owen Farrell at the centre while London Irish wing Ollie Hassel Collins makes his debut. Flanker Ben Curry replaces his injured twin Tom for his second cap. Dan Cole is among the replacements having not appeared for England since the 2019 World Cup final. New head coach Steve Borthwick suggested that Hassel Collins' cap is overdue. I think when you start looking at the competition for places in that back three, I think it's very exciting. I think Ollie Hassel Collins has been playing well, not just this season, but last season as well. He has um, power, speed, athleticism. Max Malings has the ability to find the ball. The way he comes off his wing, he finds space and uh, Freddie Stewart's um, ability uh, for under the high ball, his ability defensively and also what we've all we've seen is finishing try-scoring opportunities in that final third which I think has developed into a real strength of his. Borthwick was also asked how Tuolagi took the news of his omission. Manu was the incredible professional that he is, that he... Um, we spoke, I told him what I'd decided selection-wise and why I had, and we shook hands, and then he went and trained really hard. And you can't... Uh, that, that reaction is testimony to him and his character, and not just him, but there were several players in that way. And, and ultimately, what, what do we want to build here? We want to build a team that is not simply about selection. It's a team that is building and going forward to try and get wins for England, which means you've got to train hard every day. We want to build a team that is not just about getting picked, it's about going and playing well. And that's what we want as a team. We want this team playing well. And players are fighting for selection, players are working on the training field to get into the team. They know, they know I watch and I take notice of it. 
and and um, on each of those occasions when I have those conversations, I'll give the players clear feedback. So that our England team in full has Freddie Stewart at full back, Max Mallins and Ollie Hassel Collins are on the wings. It's the midfield partnership of Joe Marchant and Owen Farrell. Marcus Smith is named at number 10 with Jack Van Pertvliet at scrum half. In the front row, it's Ellis Genge, Jamie George and Kyle Sinclair. It's a second row of Maro Itoje and Ollie Chesham. Lewis Ludlam, Ben Curry and Alex Dombrandt make up the England back row. The Welsh Rugby Union has announced plans to modernise its board following allegations of a toxic culture at the organisation. It set out proposals for at least one woman to hold the role of chief executive or independent chair. Steve Phillips resigned as CEO on Sunday following claims of sexism and discrimination within the governing body. The chair of the Welsh Rugby Union says he's harrowed by those allegations of sexism and misogyny. Yian Evans and acting CEO Nigel Walker have been giving evidence to a Welsh government committee today. An independent task force is being set up to drive changes within the organisation and Walker says it's possible people who used to have authority have turned a blind eye to systemic issues. Yes, we're apologetic. Yes, we've made statements. Yes, we've accepted we've got a problem. The key now is to begin to understand the scale and scope of that problem. To be candid, I think as an organisation we have been in denial as to the extent of the problem. Finally, Alexandre Martinez has been named the interim president of the French Rugby Federation. He replaces Bernard Laporte, who stepped down eventually following his conviction on corruption charges. Martinez is a former executive of the telecommunications company Orange, and he also was treasurer when Bernard Laporte was first elected to the role of FF4 president at the end of 2016. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all the latest rugby podcast and rugby news updates. My name is Richie McCormack and I will have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.